Hello, good day. You're welcome to this week's World Focus broadcast with Ayomi Day Adeniro. And I'm sure you're having an amazing time. 2021 is going to be your year of favor, blessings galore, living in health and wealth and shining in purpose in the name of Jesus. So quickly, what's the word focus? What's the topic of the word we have for, before us today? I want you to know that God's word is held to your flesh. God's word is held to your flesh. When you're looking for the best capsule to use, it's not PCM, it's not uh, whatever it is, Flagy. The first capsule is what my sin. What my sin. Okay, you need a capsule of the word. I'm not saying you don't need those other ones for adventure, you're sick or something, but I want you to know that that is the foundation of health. The word of God is the foundation of health. Wisdom births health. Wisdom births health. So let's go to um, quickly to the topic for today, and that is the purpose of wealth. The purpose of wealth. I'm sure when you hear wealth, a lot of people are thinking, oh, money. No. But, but let me just quickly tell you what the definition is before I go into the, into the full gist. So what is wealth? Wealth is an abundance of valuable possessions. Okay? So wealth is an abundance of valuable possessions or money. Okay? It's a plentiful supply of a particularly desirable thing. So we have types of wealth. Number one, we have financial wealth, which is what most people know, money. The number two, you have social status wealth, your net worth. Those you know, that's also a source of wealth. Then the third one is time wealth, which is freedom. Then number four, you have physical wealth, and that is health. Health is wealth. Then the last one here says talents. Your talents are wealth. Your talents are wealth. What you know how to do should bring you blessings okay whatever you can do so well should fetch you money should fetch you blessing may not be just money okay it can be beyond money even god bless you is also a sort of wealth (laughs) that's a blessing that's super that's beyond money it's beyond what a money can assess okay so quickly um i want us to have um the character focus we have for today's topic is joseph and I love to talk about Joseph. I don't know about you. I love to listen and I love to talk or teach about Joseph. So, adventure you don't know about this man, let me just give you the, the, the background gist to him. Okay, so this was a young man um, found, um, of course, he, he, he was, he was um, in a family of 12, he was born into a family of 12. I think it was number 11, yes. It was 11th son. And um, he just had this way of serving his father. He just had his loyalty towards the father. And um, one day, suddenly, he had a dream. I believe that was the beginning of his, of his troubles anyway. <laughs> he had a dream that one day, he, his own sheaves stood and the other brother's sheaves were bowing to him. And they interpreted it to me that, oh, so you mean you want to you become a star and we all we have to worship you? What's that nonsense? And immediately from that day, they started disliking, envying, and plotting the way to eliminate him. So eventually the opportunity came and, um, you know, one day while in service to them, amazingly, he went to serve them according to what his father told him to do. And they they instantly decided that it's time to eliminate this guy. But thank God, I believe God came in into the situation and, you know, there was an influence of, oh, let's not kill, let's sell him off. And he was sold off to a faraway land into slavery. Now, the normal thing for any guy is to say, oh boy, (laughs) God has failed me. So let me just do whatever I like. Let me live my life anyhow. 
there's nothing again. But you know, desperate and in spite of his situation, when he got to Egypt, that was where he was sold to. When he got to Egypt, he was still serving. He served his boss so much that the guy became ten times more. And you know, the, um, you know, you know, the guy, you know, the Bible says that he, the, the the man prospered because of Joseph. You know, he was just loyal. He was just a man that understood service. He served to the point that even the boss's wife took in an unusual interest in him to the point of wanting him to sleep with her. And also in his loyalty to service, he said, far be it from me that I touch what my master has not handed over to me. And, and because of his loyalty, once again, he went into a further punishment of being sent into the prison for an innocent crime, for doing nothing. Okay, and while in the prison, one would also say, oh boy, after all these years of service, what have you gained? Nothing but evil. So why do you still want to serve? He got in prison and still continued serving. He served the prison's um, warders so much that they said they didn't even have to do anything again. All the tasks were handed over to Joseph, and they knew they were in safe hands. It was that detailed. It was that. It was such. It was that. It was such a blessing to that extent. And you know, eventually there was a day still on the journey of service. He saw two people. Um, the king's a butler and the king's cupbearer, or baker and the cupbearer, and they, they, they were not happy. And he noticed, and he asked them, what's up? And they told him, oh, they had a dream, blah, blah, blah. And he said, oh, I have a gift. I, I'm good in interpreting dreams. And eventually, he interpreted their dreams, and everything he said came to pass. And amazingly, one of them, he told that one, you're going to be reinstated. The other one, you're going to be um, killed. And exactly what he said happened. And he told the one that was restated that, please, when you get to the palace, don't forget me. But amazingly, the human nature, he forgot. Until there was another crisis two years after, when the king now had a dream that was troubling him. And he needed an immediate interpretation. And that was when he said, ah, somebody has served me two years ago. He is a problem solver. Let's call on him. And that was how Joseph was sent for. Okay, now the king had a dream, seven fat cows, 17 ones. I don't want to go into the details. If you want to enjoy this, please just go to the book of Genesis chapter 41. Okay, and seven fat cows, 17 cows. Our 17 cows swallowed seven fat cows. You know, and when they called on Joseph, he said, okay, fine. And he gave them the clear interpretation, of course, not by his own power, but the wisdom of God. And after giving the explanation to the dream he went further to procure the solution and he said you have to go and look for a young wise man that will help to save one-fifth of all the abundance of the land so when the famine shows up you are well positioned to handle it and the king said oh boy who are we looking for which young boy are we which wise boy other than you you are a gift we need you come on come on board and that was how he was promoted okay immediately to become a prime minister. He was promoted immediately to become a prime minister. Okay, so um, you are as wealthy in correspondence to your impact or influence. Don't wait for money because you start serving. Serve and money will come. And as money comes, it's also an opportunity for you to know that you need to do more. Now look at the, the way Joseph's life was. I, I saw it as a test. 
God kept giving him opportunities to serve. Even though the opportunities were not so palatable. But he never denied those opportunities. He never closed his mind. He never closed his eyes. He was maximizing them according to, uh, according to the capacity he had. And that was, he was expanding his own capacity. He was learning management skills. He was becoming a better leader. He was becoming a better manager through the gift of service. He saved the world from famine. Gifts are from the world give. You need to serve with your time. You need to serve with your talent. You need to serve with the wisdom you have. You need to serve with the money you have. If you have a company, how can you multiply or grow it to employ more people? To serve more clients. Church is not the only place of service. Everywhere you found yourself is your pulpit of service. Help people genuinely at a fair price. And you are welcome to the rivers of wealth. You know, there's this misconception, what is it called now? Uh, misconception, yes, about wealth or about life. Okay, that ah, I must hammer, I must blow. Now, all those things are good. It's good to be wealthy. It's good to have good things of life. But you see, your life is not defined by how beautiful your house or how beautiful your car or how beautiful your kids are. Your life is only going to be defined by God, the one that made you, by how well your life served other people. By how well your life served other people. How useful you were to other people. So he said in the book of Luke 12, that's Jesus talking, that the life of a man does not consist in the abundance of his possessions, but in the abundance of his giving. So you are here to give. So what, what do you have? Money. Multiply it. Use it to serve more people. Use it to better the lives of people. What do you have? Time. Offer volunteer services. What do you have? Talent. Use it to bless people. Beautiful voice. Sing a song. Do us a poem. Do whatever it is that God has given to you as a gift. Make the world a better place. Let it be better because you're here. Okay, so that is the purpose of your time. It's not to eat and drink. The wise man eats to live. Eats to give. He said the wicked one lives to eat. May you never, become, may you never be a wicked person. In Jesus' name. Now, this was brought to you courtesy of JM Foods and Simca Cakes. So, we'll come again your way next time. Have an amazing and fabulous week full of favor. Please kindly share this with your contacts. I'm sure they'll be blessed. God bless you. Bye.